0: Hello and welcome to the Thursday show here on the Frontline Gaming Network. My name is Paul Murphy and I'm joined by Adam Camilleri. Evening everybody, afternoon, wherever you may hail. Hello. And Dustin Henshaw. Dustin, welcome to the show. Howdy doody, happy to be back again. This is the Thursday show where we talk about all things thunder and lightning. No, I'm just kidding. This is the show where we talk about <laughs> tournaments coming up, uh, what you're going to see over the weekend, the the big players that are playing, the list that we uh, that are that are becoming prevalent, the list are forming up. This meta is changing,
1: and we're going to talk about it. How's you? How are y'all doing this evening? Yeah, good. I'm hyped for this weekend. I think this weekend is going to be superb. We've had we've been spoilt, boys. We've been absolutely spoiled for the last two weeks, and that train ain't stopping. We're spoiled this week as well, and we're going to be spoiled again later in this month. But this week we have got three majors. How you doing? Feeling about it, Dusty?
2: oh i love majors man i love tournaments i am so happy that we have so much to talk about every week it's been slow for so long and now they're just getting crammed in all the time i'm so excited i love this this is my favorite time of the year warhammer time <laughs> this uh, the,
0: uh yeah it used to be where the start of the tournament season used to be like in april now when does it start and mm. when does it
1: stop hopefully never hopefully just rolls and rolls yeah, and rolls it's gonna, it, it yeah. can't
2: stop, right we gotta keep going now because the season kind of Started off a little slow, but it's really mm. picked up as the year went on, and now it's getting to the end. We got to cram all these tournaments in so people can get their points, right? We got to we got
1: to know yeah. an actual winner. We got to really like, crown a champion here. Traditionally, there's usually that in, in the states at least. I hear that there's a bit of usually a bit of a lull it's after a and then before when Nova traditionally is. Is that correct? There's usually so like a, the- two or three months lull there.
0: You know, when the ITC season, you know, basically crowns the winner at the at the uh, Las Vegas. Uh, I, I was just about to call it an open again. That's how. But then there was, you know, a month or two, kind of a, a bit of a dip. And then we'd start to like, ramp up with Adepticon. You know, it kind of used mm-hmm. to be uh, the start of that season, exactly like you're talking about. But now, uh, you know, our community is so big and people are playing tournaments all the time, all over the world. We truly have a global community now.
1: Mm, yeah, and no breaks is what I want to see. Just never stop, no breaks. Yeah. You want to go to a major every weekend, and you really got the dollars to travel. I think you should be able to do it. Um, and yeah, it's just really exciting. That's so this week we're going to be you.
0: yeah we're going to be talking about the Michigan uh, Grand Tournament, the Fantasia Fan- Fanatic, uh, and then Battle for, for Salvation, another major, all majors.
1: Yeah, uh, it's, like I said, we're absolutely spoiled. And um, none of these, so Michigan's the only one that's cracked the ton, cracked the the 100 players, but the other two aren't far off. They're in the 80s and the 70s, respectively. So uh, technically, if we combine all of these, we'd be pretty close to a super major's worth of people playing highly competitive 40k this weekend. And that's just, and th- there's a bunch of other JTs going on that we're not going to get time to talk about. So man, things are alive and well.
0: Champions to be crowned uh dreams to be dashed uh <laughs> you know there's all types of things that are going to happen this weekend
1: and we're going to talk about it so let's jump right in let's talk about the michigan gt yeah so 146 players this one is from lansing Lans- lansing michigan i'd have never pronounced that's a place. It's a, real place? It. It's a place yep, i got, it right. got it. a right swish nothing yeah. but net um the quick and dirty is here uh, it's a bit of an interesting breakdown so if the Imperium Super Faction you guys should be seeing it up on your screen and please if you're not watching live or on YouTube go and watch it because you're missing so much of the visual elements that guys amazing producers Richard Val and the, the other members of the team put together for your viewing experience
0: uh, don't forget to leave a uh, like share subscribe and a five-star review Bang. anywhere that you are hearing this podcast mate I left <laughs> the door
1: open you kicked it in um, <laughs> Imperium Super Faction 14 sisters 12 custodes that's huge uh, 4 ad 4 guard or real time. 8 grey knights 4 imperial knights totalling 44 players of the 146. Um pretty pretty huge representation from cuz from both custodians very respectable from grey knights and kind of more than expected from imperial knights. What do you think gents? I'm excited to
2: see the, uh, so many Custodes, too. Is it mostly dreads or is it like, you know, the, you know, the telemons and all that kind of crap? Or is Ain't it more nobody invity? got time for that.
1: What do you, th- no, you... you think this is?
2: Come on, come <laughs> on. Did, Don't you have time to go through every single list? You of know it has to be. <gasps>
0: the telemon. I don't want to say that it's... Um... That they're a, they're a must-have that they're absolute auto included in the list. Mm. But if you're taking it to a tournament and you th- you want to play well against a broad field, uh, you can't go wrong with Telemons. And what what I heard uh, from players over this past weekend, just over and over again, like if a Telemon is in a quarter of a table, it's basically going to own it, and you've got to yeah. work hard to get mm-hmm. it out of that.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, spot on. And like the the vast majority of the custodies list I see these days, they start with you know what what amount of of sword and board shield guard. And your minimum, your uh, ubiquitous single unit of Venetari minimum, and then what combination of Galatis, Achilles, or Telemon Reds? And that's essentially the core of the list. And you just build around whichever bit of the, your flavor that is. If you go on a p- battalion, you know, of course, you start off with kind of almost a thousand points spoken for just by the two HQs and the three troops. And then you add two Telemons and you got like 300 points to play with.
0: Well, um, let me jump down to this, this Iron Hand stat here. Is it five Iron Hands? I will say that uh, coming off of the uh, the US Open Series. For, for Games Workshop where we saw an Iron Hands player uh rocking at the top of bracket, I want to say it's three, and their list Iron Hands heavy dreadnoughts with a a land raider um of all things. What's yeah. the land Ra- <laughs> Yeah, with, yeah, Yeah, Achilles. Right with the multi melta and, and stuff. It's positioned so well against things mm-hmm. like you know we say that orc lists are are solidifying up yeah. uh, where they're starting to find it. You know, but we saw um, a gentleman by the name of Mark Perry come in there with a bunch of buggies, and that has been a list that's becoming more and more prevalent as people get it built and ready for for paint or, or for play. And then to see like this Iron Hands list actually exist to be playing at the top of a bracket and i think it would absolutely paste well, that orc list what well, what is the change and what like what does this the this new meta that we're talking about herald hmm. for resurrecting
1: old older codexes and their potential builds well you're exactly right we've seen a bit of a so i'll, I'll just go through the space Marine super faction quickly and then we'll talk to it um two un- unlisted astatis six dark angels seven space walls which is huge one blood angels two ultras five iron hands two white scars Three Death Watch, two Black Templars, totaling 30 people out of 147 taking um their Astartes. Now you're exactly spot on with the Iron Hands. If you wanna and for the same reasons that custodias are good. The good things about custodias, we just talked about the dreads. Iron hands is the same thing. It's it's almost like the same um core concept. And we saw it, it's the Iron Hands have become the progression of the shooty marine archetype. We saw it coalesce at the start of the edition um, with things like Iron Hands, like um, uh, Ultramarines, and then pivot into, into Death Watch. And now it's gone back full circle, back into the Iron Hands. And there, when well, you think about what a, a Galatis Dread, an Achilles Dread, a Telamon Dread does in combat, well, that's what the Ultramarines... Um, dreads do from range. They they point you from the other side of the table and they just pick you up. A Telamon does do that, but only does one thing each. You know, it only has one significant gun and then a pinch hitting gun and then some close range stuff if you get up there. Whereas Redemptors, Contemptors, Invictors, Leviathans can have two, three, f- five damn guns on a Redemptor if you want, influencing five influ- um, spheres of influence, five different targets. I think it's really interesting. Dustin, have you have you looked much into the? Have you cracked much into the the ever evolving Astartes metagame?
2: The Astarians been game I play a lot of because one of my major practice partners is a uh, Marine player, and he'll try every single chapter, every single build and trial. listing. I just mm. I just played Space Wolves last night, which Space Wolves are, are hot right now. I mean, we, like, very we talk, hot about, talk about
0: talk about bracket space. We saw lots of Space Wolves mm. over the past weekend, and they were doing pretty well. Well, there's yeah.
1: seven of them, boys. Seven. There's more Space Wolves than Dark Angels, and more than Iron Hands. It
2: doesn't me surprise either. me. The Space Wolves because they actually give Redemptors a better close combat too. Like the, and even mm. that you can take the wolf guard, which, you know, most people were taking uh, the vets with uh lightning claws in white scars cause the extra damage, but with double exploding sixes. Oh my Space God, wolves, yeah. it's terrifying. There mm-hmm. was, when he attacked with one of his chapter masters, he would reroll hits cause he's already hitting on twos just to fish for sixes, get 14 hits on six attacks. It's ridiculous. It's so efficient. Like, I, I'm
1: not surprised that they do that. You're talking about the the what people are saying is the traditional uh, space war successes, right? That's the born yes. heroes, well, with the, the range. born
2: heroes, and the uh, world of rage. Yes, I'm yeah. sorry, I should
1: specify um, that.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, but and in the assault the- doctrine
1: exactly so uh born heroes gives you plus one to hit on when you charge whirlwind of rage gives you exploding sixes on the first round of combat and then their super doctrine when they're in assault dock gives them exploding sixes on top so every six is essentially a tesla hit it's, it's two extra hits on top which you don't need to roll the dice they just hit and so when you got something like a chapter master or a chaplain you can just fish the sixes you can just fish the sixes uh, and yeah it goes nuts
0: wolf priest carl says it's all about the wolf pelts
1: <laughs> yeah. Wolf Breeze Carl. He's got to be loving life at the moment. He's oh, yeah. his Legion is, Absolutely. is in ascendancy. <laughs>
2: this is this uh, is his time. This is his time.
0: Oh, uh, and look, let me jump down to the to the cast super faction here with the Death Guard. Look, you eleven Death Guard players, I'm a Death Guard player. I'm talking to the Death Guard players out there as as I am one of them. We gotta get our acts together. Can't just be <laughs> putting up these these player numbers and not bringing home some w's all right let's get you're, on the podium, podium death the, guard the, the
2: percentages guys you're messing the percentages let's go Zach, you're <laughs> totally messing up you're messing Absolutely up
1: right. our, um, our uh, percentages But look at that see this is this I, I keep expecting to see this gap closing um the number between the t suns are having five players in representation versus 11 for the death guard i keep expecting that gap to close and some events it does and some events it doesn't it's really interesting but thousands sons- T
0: they're a nuanced army, and and there's mm-hmm. no template out there for anybody to follow. So, the, yeah. uh, really, what what I think that I think the Thousand Sons need to lean deeper into the psychic. Phase than they are currently leaning. Now there are things out there that counter it. I think that there are of mm-hmm. sororitas out there that can counter it. Space wolves can counter it. Heck, I mean, I Iron can Hands yeah. uh, can, mm-hmm. can can counter it. Uh, and you're going to re- you're going to encounter those things. But I still think more often than not, like look at this, 146 players. Uh, you know, there it's very unlikely that you run into one of these other factions that can counter you during a round that matters. I should say mm-hmm. all round. All the rounds are important, but to our round that, that may be a, like the perfect storm of bad mission, bad deployment, yeah. bad, you know, whatever are, uh, for you, you know, lean heavy into the psychics. And I think the thousand sons are going to do better death guard, lean into those
1: flesh mowers <laughs> <laughs> and let's so- get, let's get some, uh, some finishes the rest of the I'm super sure, faction one me. chaos soup two chaos space marines just a re- re-rack five t-signs 11 death guard two chaos of demon players racking up 21 total of our 146 and let's just keep going straight into the xenos nine necrons ten orcs a single tower 20 hey, players a tower player there's a single tower haven't see one in forever last two weeks donuts not a single <laughs> tower player played their faction in the last two weeks it's kind of ridiculous uh, yeah, uh, well, the town ta- look the is struggling
0: out. right now so the mm-hmm. the town ta- I think that I I don't know too many players, especially tournament players, that just have Tau as their primary army yeah. or their only army. I shouldn't say their primary is mm-hmm. their only army. A lot of tournament players, I think, Tau are Some of those things that kind of you kind of see their effectiveness go because they they only compete in the sh- in the shooting phase, uh, and then they're dependent upon stats of units and and uh, you know modern basically modern weaponry and techniques, mm-hmm. uh, and they are a little bit behind at the moment. That's why I think we won't see Tau. and people that are that that want to come and engage in tournaments are opting for one of their backup lists. Maybe that's why we
1: see so many Death Guard or what have you. Exactly right. Yep. People are playing their second fiddles because Tau just, just isn't in there right now. And and on, ten on orcs. That, you, ten. you do see... Yeah, do ten orcs. Yeah. So um, just to summarize the, our, the faction podiums here for representation, Sisters, Custodes, Death Guard, Orcs. That's our, that's our top four. Um, uh, Lucky and- Fractal says Adeptus Soritas may win this thing. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Fourteen, I can see it. Fourteen lists. This is the first time I think I've seen sisters be the most represented faction. Usually they're like one of the top five, but I think this yep. might be the first time they've been number one in my mind. Yep. Well, what pairs well up against uh, a Deinotheriodas? I mean, there's so nothing pairs super well. Nothing is just like auto going to beat them uh, if they take the right. If they take a really nice, well rounded list, but some stuff like Drakari's traditionally match up quite well since the faction. Well, changes. they can trade so, unit for unit, and typically yeah, trade they can up. be
2: able to trade unit for unit. I think and, that's the big thing with sisters because no, they they yeah. they can play. The same game that Drakari do in terms of trading, they just do it better against some lists, worse against yeah. others. I well, a multi-melter right.
0: going into a witch unit is yeah. Okay, if you're flaring <laughs> well a multi into multer. a witch
2: unit, you're a little desperate at that point. Let's be honest. Exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean,
0: they, 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 it comes with the tools that you bring. Uh, yes. You know what I've what I've said about the sisters for for several weeks is the Aptosoritoss. They have the ability to to um, really transform their list based on what they think they're going to have to navigate through. And if you find them, you know, basically catch them off guard, then you know you could you could run into those situations to where you are you're firing you know mm. flamers into dreadnoughts or multi-melters yeah. in their witch units
1: it's- all right so give you gents the uh the rest of the synopsis um hive mind super faction three mixed miss uh three hive minds that's mixed yeah, and uh, one, one of those see. players
0: of the hive mind is in the chat uh the rpg luminary uh thanks for the comments everyone. Nice. can also send in his list uh uh to me on twitter to to check out during the show
1: oh perfect my Beautiful. man we're we'll going over that two tyranids and a donut for the gsc a little a small tear comes down dustin's cheek yeah
2: um, it's like, I, I can understand it they i can understand hide it. Mines, so they're still there they're still let's be let's be real pure is a little bit harder and i've said it before bringing them with tyranids makes sense i'm not hmm. i'm not too upset about that because they're still represented
1: yeah. And so lastly, El Eldari Superfaction, two mixed Eldari, five Drakari, which is way unders, boys, way unders. Yeah. Three Harlequins and zero Crafts with Eldar. Five Drakari is like the least amount I've seen in months.
0: Uh, yeah. Okay. Five Drakari, 10 Orcs. So some of those yeah. Yeah, just, um, I, I guess, fair weather
1: Drakari players <laughs> have obviously switched to Orcs. Archons of Opportunity is what we'll call them from from now from now on. That's <laughs> accurate, very accurate. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is—it's so far under, It leads me to believe I don't think Drakari is going to win this. But we'll jump straight in and talk about some of the top players in attendance. We've got this. This is why I think Drakari will make a podium, but. I don't know if they're going to get number one um, because Brad Chester's going and he's like second in the world or second in the USA. He's Lost very few games recently. Mm-hmm. Very, very few. He's playing his traditional um, Strife, Techno, Blackheart, Triple Patrol. He's got <clears> two <throat> Succubuses and Archon, three units of Hellions, uh, which is interesting. He's he's one of the only people taking that many Hellions. Two units of two Chronos, three units of five Incubi, a unit of Blood Brides, three Raiders. It's pretty pretty homogenous pretty straightforward as we see it right now the only real addition he's got in there is those three units of hellions which i'm a big fan of personally um but gents any thoughts before we move on
0: now nah, this is a just a lot of these lists are almost like art uh it's, of what yeah, we expect big, we can basically just kind of hit the hit the high points and uh yeah, get on to the, move on to, it's just to do cool. stuff. i do like the
2: hellions though i agree i, I love yeah. the hellions
0: well, they, what we saw previously was that they were able to engage flying units, and flying mm. units are becoming more popular yeah, uh, because of their, they, they, can, uh, they can deny interaction on the table, and we're seeing that yeah. become relevant again.
2: That's mm, a big deal. Spot With their negative, negative one, to hit two damage, and they can reroll, hits, or re-roll wounds because of strife,
1: right? So it yep. it's, can do a lot of damage. Absolutely. Uh, next person in the next top player in attendance, Colin McDade, who's 5th uh, in the USA, playing Orcs, Freebooters. He's got a Patrol and an Outrider, uh, both are Freebooters. He's got bosses on Warbike and War Trike, 3 Daka Jets, 1 bomb Blaster Jet, 5 Scrap Jets in a three one one configuration, and two, 4 Squig Buggies in a 2-1-1 configuration. Almost and, on cue, here we are with some Flyers. Uh... And then 3, yeah, yeah exactly, and then 3 single Mech Guns to try and pop that Freebooters uh, if they can see any easy easy targets. This is a really good list, boys.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's very incredibly strong. There's, uh, you know, of course, utilizing a lot of things in the Freebooters is, I think, uh, the dominant clan culture yeah.
1: at the moment.
2: Definitely, especially when you're mm. leading so heavily to the Dakajets, because the Dakajets, you know what, they're really good at killing? Dark Eldar. Like so absolutely, good at killing. Yeah, them. Phenomenal.
1: yeah absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. And everyone's, we, I think everyone's sleeping on the on the blaster jet, the Wasmon blaster jet. I love that thing in the mirror match because it has like 2d3, strength 8, d6 damage shots. So when you play against other orcs, you just rock up and, and, and ice two. This guy just ices two buggies turn one. Oh, it's not match. even He's that. Absolutely- you- I didn't realize that it hits on threes naturally. It's ballista skills. Three. Three. I
2: didn't know that. It's an orc what? plane with ridiculously strong weapons that hits ah. on threes normally. Yeah. That's not okay.
0: No, no, I mean,
1: <laughs> why wouldn't you take it? Yeah, that's a, why uh, would yeah. you take it? <laughs> <laughs> um, next up, we have Thomas Ogden, 14th player in the USA, um, playing admech Mars Double Patrol, he's a veteran cohort, 30 Rangers in a 25 5, uh, 20 Vanguard, 6 Chickens, two-two-two. Uh, Two Disintegrators. I'm interesting to see. I'm seeing a lot more Disintegrators. He's got three Flyers, two Bombers, one Stratoraptor, and only five Rustalkers. So very light on the sakarians Usually when we see the VET cohort being paid for, it's to minimize the ranges in the Vanguard, which you have to pay extra points on, and then maximizing the sakarian bodies that get all the buffs from all the stratagems, but don't have to. you don't have to pay any more points for the bodies. And so usually we see that. But this guy's gone the other way around. Now no, I sure think he's I wanting like to push... It.
0: As much yeah. as he can forward the flyers, do all the damage he possibly can, but still just have that, that brick in his backfield. With mm. like where where I think this list might struggle if 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 it was the other way is that everything's forward and there's nothing to screen out the back, so you you are susceptible to things coming and taking anything in your backfield. Yeah.
1: I'm also quite worried about um, you know, mass two up saves getting aggressive onto him. I think of things like white skies like space wolves that can just run up and put just a bunch of like storm shield save marines in your face and you've only got five rust orcs to try and dig him out and most likely if you're doing that they're going to have a lot of fights last to apply here there and everywhere um so i actually be, i worry about that matchup into some of the more aggressive marines as hell even some of the death guard out there could give this some issues but I'm, I'm pretty sure he's got thomas is thomas is well and truly on top of everything so i'm sure he must have a plan for this list or he's yeah. knows death guard
0: all on. the way susceptible to anything that's <laughs> uh, susceptible to death guard that's what we need right now that's what death guard <laughs> <laughs> players need right now it's getting Love ridiculous. It. Eleven death guard players. I want to see some. Want to see some trophies. <laughs> see
2: home. some results. <laughs> yeah. At least one podium. Come on. Well, we need to see one death guard on the podium. Who's gonna uh, do I'll it? I'll settle for
1: best sport. Just get something. Best sport. <laughs> okay. Hey, that's All fine. Right. We'll, 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 do, well, we'll say right now, Paul. If, the, if, if a death guard player makes a podium <laughs> this week, we're going to call them out and congratulate them on next week's show. That's there, we a there we go. we go. <laughs> we're going to call. We're going to say your name and call you like Mortarian's chosen son. Or something, I don't know. Is that a um, good <laughs> okay. Probably not. Uh, but the last, the last of the top players in attendance, Ryan Snyder's in attendance, 20th in the United States, playing Custodes. He's got a Shadow Keepers patrol, single patrol, uh, <laughs> Shield Captain on bike, a uh, unit of, uh, of Sagittarium. five bikes with Salvo launches. Now, I've got some reasons why I think this is here. He's um, got five Venatari, two Achilles uh, Contempted Dreads, and then two Caladiuses and an Eversaur Assassin. I like the this inclusion of is... that Assassin. I do. I, I love it. I wish it wasn't starting as an Eversaur. I wish it was starting as an a Kalexis and could get switched out to an Eversor if he needed to, but starting as an Eversor and then switching to a Kalidus or a, um, a, a Calexus isn't a huge deal because uh, the Eversor is good into, you know, it's great into Admech. Because you pop up from pop up from reserve, charge from you know, add line of sight, kill half a, a Ranger brick by himself, no problems, and exploding their lines, you know, it's great. But to, having the collectus in the for the for the the death guard gray knights T Suns matchups, when you and, and you're in your single you're only a single patrol, so this this guy's got CP to burn. He's starting. Mm-hmm. This, I, I do like off, that. So, so many folks. Yeah. They yeah.
0: come into a game with five to nine or whatever CP, but I like having a, a bunch, especially for the custodians because you just can pull so many tricks. Oh yeah, I just did mm-hmm. that. You didn't think I could do it? You didn't expect <laughs> it, but
1: here it is. Boys, why do you think he's got five bikes with servo launches? Just why do you think?
2: They're great anti-vehicle at range. So those servo launches actually do a lot of damage,
1: aren't they? Straight I-
0: deep. It's like strength 8, d3 damage, or something like that. Is it? D- D6
1: damage. D6, D6. They've damage. Got bunch, they've, got a, they've got a 1 CP strat to roll melter, as in t- roll 2d6, yeah. take the highest at max range.
0: Oh, that way, take so, your buggies back home.
1: Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Brother, they're, that's... they're perfect spot on and, and this one thing mm-hmm. outside telemons custodians really struggle to get mass strength at fire like really yep. struggle really struggle and so i think this is a good solution I, defensively i don't like them i really wish they were one more wound four wounds on them is not enough they should be five at, at like you know, more toughness or something it's they're just not tough enough for their points but offensively they're still very good i think you're talking about the uh, custodian bikes yeah the first predators yeah. okay mm i mean they um, still
0: got they got a great save and you can also come in with them you can keep them off table if you need to and bring them in yeah um, yeah, yeah i mean i and guess uh, that's one of the benefits of having a bunch of command points is that you can i mm-hmm. uh, said so that's what i mean you get tricksy like that
1: and stooping dive is still phenomenal if anybody tries to get aggressive yes. on you you're just like ah oh, you cool you get to charge of these such a time i don't care about five bikes to the face see you later um really good all right jumping down what's the, what's the next event paul well, I want to talk about the RB, the hype mine. We got to get that on the oh, screen. Yes. So, so oh, yes, Dustin. Yeah. All right. Like, let's look,
0: just to quickly, I mean, I want to run through every single unit, but as you know, give it, give it a uh, a hot or not take on the on the list. You can rate it out for us as well, Dustin, when it comes up.
2: Well, I, I got to wait for it to come up. Sorry. Up? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, let's you see. If... You got that? I think I got this. All right. Let's. I got. you I got to move my mic over with me here, so you can follow me. <laughs> all right we have what we got here stop moving it richard <laughs> <laughs> production is not making it easy <laughs> it's like we're hitting the moving target here all right so we have patrol detachment with it's cracking with a hive tyrant double devour, and adrenal glands wings that's pretty standard adaptive physiology i'm assuming he's going to give it i don't think it's listed here but i would assume he gave it a murderous size uh psychic scream and onslaught he has resonance barb so he's he's juiced up and a swarm lord droops he's got 12 gene stealers, 4, 16 gene stealers, ten hormigons, twenty-three Devourer gu- turmagons. Yeah, Slashy. I like that. Uh Lictor, Pyrovor. I'll tell you right now, I always take a Pyrovor with the Lictor now just because it evens out the points at sixty-five. <laughs> <75, yes>. <laughs> it, <laughs> it, in. it tries it just slots in perfectly. Uh Dimacaron, yeah, just one diamond now makes sense. And he's got another patrol with Kronos. I can I can tell you without looking at it what's gonna be in this one. There's a Neurothrip with some Storm. Rippers, six hive guarded X screen Yep. I it did does. look at it, but I didn't need to.
0: Yeah, so I mean, does does this have? It looks like it's got a little more
2: controls. Like it's got some shooting. Uh, yeah, it's not. I'm not done yet either. There's more. Oh, there's, there's another page. More. There's another page. Uh, so there's also a G sealer cult detachment. Yes, that's what I like to see. This one is a four armed emperor. Okay, so he's got Magus in there with massive Hypnosis mind control. Just stock, no familiar on it. Just five men, action monkey hybrids. One, two, two of them, and then a nexus. Okay. Nexos will be there to move a blip and get some command points hopefully that's the so thing the... that's
0: like brought his own dj booth or whatever to the battle right it is exactly what it is yes
2: okay so he has the ability to move a blip for free like anywhere in your deployment zone, which is always nice and he's the one that gets, can get you uh, command points whenever it's spent on either side since he doesn't have a primus or i think it's patriarch is the other one he's only going to get on sixes but fishing for cp is definitely something you can use a lot of especially with the tier is in there so i like it this is a, this is a Pretty standard way to run them, I feel. This is uh similar to like Alex McDougall's list of what he runs mm. for the most part. The forearm emperor is in there. I don't it's not it's not even necessary to have the four is it forearm emperor because they're not gonna be charging too much with them for the plus one to charge, but the vect obviously is vect. the yeah. old school vect is so mm. so strong right now because we're the only ones that have it. It's so only yep. once a game, and I can tell you right now, even when I do have it, I rarely use it, but just the threat of it. The threat of it, so yeah, you good. get yeah. people,
0: the pause, to yeah. second guess what they what they want. So anyway, thanks for sending this list in. This person, uh, RPG Luminary, hit me up on Twitter at Warmaster underscore TPM and sent this over for us to discuss. So if you're playing any of the major events, uh, grand tournaments or major events coming up over the weekend, and you happen to want to send your list in, happy to, to take a look at it. If we're covering the event, we might also cover the list. So thanks for doing that. So, yeah let's jump on over to the the next tournament
1: yep. awesome so list, got, buddy you're gonna do well we've got fantasia fanatic which is a major 77 players from Umea, sweden i actually have to look up uh, it's uh Umea. uh i had to actually look up how to pronounce it because I was, <laughs> I was i didn't want to do it wrong um quick and dirty stats here uh, imperial super faction 12 sisters a donut for the Custodes, two Admech, which is unders, one uh, Astra Miller Time, three Grey Knights, two Imperial Knights, totaling 19 players. Um, Space Marine Superfaction, three Unlisted Astartes, three Dark Angels, two Space Wolves, one Blood Angels, two Death Watch, two Black Templars, total 10 lists. I'm just going to go through them all, boys, and we'll talk about the whole go thing. Um, Chaos Superfaction, a donut for the Chaos Soup, one Chaos Space Marines, three T six Death Guard. Right, you know Knight. what I'm going
0: to say here? <laughs> Get it together, Fantasia fanatic. Left <laughs> guard players. Zeno, um, spotlights Superf- on you.
1: Zeno, super faction. Six Necrons, four orcs, three tower, three, three tower. I'll just say that again. One, two, three. That's like that's a three hundred percent increase from the ex- previous event damn straight it is my man 13 total lists hive mind super faction two tyrian is one GSE, no hive mind total three and then the last one the Eldari super faction one mixed Eldari, eight drakari one harlequins zero craftwood eldar two events in a row the uh, michigan gt zero craftwood eldar this let, one zero craftwood Eldar. Let,
0: let me talk about uh why we read out some of the, the, the factions and stuff like that uh because i know that for for some folks it'd be like what on earth i don't need to hear that there are two space Wolf players mm-hmm. no what you need mm-hmm. to hear is that there's one blood angel player we also need to get those numbers up but no actually what (laughs) what what we're looking the reason we're going through this is because this is a kind of a snapshot of what players anticipated Mm. to to be able to bring there's some percentage of these players that brought things specifically so they could uh, compete they thought it would give them an advantage you got some players that are bringing them because this is just their faction they're going to play it no matter what uh, and then you got if you plan on kind of coming to this area and playing in this area either this time or the next time, uh, I think you you might benefit from knowing what other players are breeding and and, and influencing that area. So I think it's, I think it's wor- definitely worthy to to go down these lists and, and take a look at this Absolutely. Uh, the numbers of um, things like this and for me to to chide the Blood Angel deck.
1: <laughs> so the faction podium for this one is really quite interesting. Once again, the second second event for this weekend, Sisters is number one for faction representation. That is mind-blowing next up is dracar which we no one's surprised about that and then under that here's the other unsurprising bits but which is unconventional death guard and necrons are in third place equal with six lists each we've Um, seen
0: a lot of Necrons as well recently you know just i think that they you know they they do have the tools necrons have the ability to to sneak in wins because they've got the durability that not all the other armies have
2: yeah, yeah adam's been talking about playing them lately too and a lot of people are going
1: to be following in his footsteps now i think that's what uh he was, well, he, was he was talking them up a lot <laughs> we'll see if they actually see if i actually pulled the damn trigger on that i've been put on the spot quite a few <laughs> times now um but yeah this is an interesting one so i pointed out in the chat uh zero custodias only two admec. both of those are unders hell only three grey knights i feel like that's unders as well um there's a lot of unders here and i, I really love getting these snapshots from the other side of the world from mm-hmm. where i'm sitting here right now um because three tau like as many Tau as T signs, as many Tau as Grey Knights, that seems ridiculous to me. Custodes more Tau are than the whole
2: superfaction of tierids.
0: Yeah, zero yeah. S- zero custodes is surprising to me because Custodes are one of those armies that you need a relatively low model count to even mm. to compete with. Mm-hmm. And so that by the nature of that, uh, when you're looking at this many players, I would imagine one or two are going to make it in there. That, that 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 to me seems like a very conscious choice on on the uh uh, I guess the the minds of the players that could have brought custodians to this event but are just yeah. choosing not not to.
1: Right. Yeah, it's it's a very, very interesting one. Twelve sisters player like players blowing out Drakari by a four more thirty percent more players or a, a third more players playing sisters than Drakari, the the assumed best faction in the game right now, percentage-wise. Um that's really interesting to me. And also it's I, I love looking at the uh, Marine Super Faction because when I look at the Marine Super Faction breakdown, um I like to see how many are playing the traditional shooty marines and how many are playing the aggressive marines, because that tells me, it kinda tells me there right there. Of I assume when I see um, Marine Superfaction now, these are people who will play any one of the supplements. And that's my assumption. That could be yeah, correct.
0: Do, do you know if the Adeptus Astartes, the ones that you just have there, kind of that generic thing, are they using Successor chapters or, or, did, uh, or are they just non-declared?
1: Don't, don't know, mate. Um, no, it's it's fine. I, I mean, I,
0: if I'm willing to bet that they are, probably are, or mm. uh, or they're one of the other chapters that
1: are. Yeah. So you, I'd assume the three adeptus studies are listed. The, the unlisted ones, I'm assuming they're all successor chapters of some way, shape or form, like minotaurs or mm. something. um I think you need to you get know... out of an intern or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do. Well, sign, sign up. Send me your submit. Yeah, yeah. Application per-
0: percentage wise, like the, the the three thousand suns list is actually pretty good. I think that that's. Mm probably a lot of thousand suns so then between them and the orcs
1: yeah well so there's there's four orcs there's still more orcs than that orcs are sitting in fifth for faction representation right under the uh sorry fourth um faction representation, right under um the equal uh third of um necrons and death guard so orcs orcs are in here in a big way as well uh i'm really interested in this one but let's talk about some of our top players in attendance We've got uh, Jonas uh, Hedlund, who's fifth ranked in Scandinavia. He's playing uh, Grey Knights. Now, this is an interesting list. Um, I had to pull up some stuff on this list just because I, I didn't know a lot about Prescient Brethren, which is the single battalion mm-hmm. that he's taken of Prescient Brethren. He's got a Grandmaster Dread Knight, three Dread Knights, min troops, so three into five strikes, 25 Interceptors in 1055 configuration, and a Rhino. Now, it's, it's, it's worth mentioning Prescient Brethren have a 1 CP strat for rerolls one to hit and one to wound for a Psyker unit. Which is absolutely amazing for one CP, by the way, guys. Like on mm-hmm. a, on the Grandmaster Dreadnought or on any Dreadnought, that just takes its efficiencies through the roof. Um, and then they've got a psychic power to um, make a unit take D3 mortal wounds on every on a 4 plus every time they move, advance, and a fall back or charge. So if you're making something, you know, fall back, you can make them take D3 mortal wounds. It's not that great, but what is great is their Warlord trait, which is the Warlord gets a psychic action that they can just do. You know, the psyche phase, which gets him a CP. I think these guys are really growing by the wayside and, and should get some more eyes over the the rapiers and the is it the sword brethren or sword brothers? Well,
2: whatever? they they are. The, most people are starting to sword bring bearers. the prescient instead of the uh, instead of the, the rapiers now. The rapiers are good, but they're, <clears> their <throat> their abilities are a little unnecessary for what they're actually killing. They don't need help doing it. The yeah. prescient brethren bonuses are actually really good for them. Getting the CPs back is really good, and then they'll obviously take the sword bearers still as another an attachment. Sometimes if they're going heavy into the uh, dread knights, just to go. They get the, Plus, one when a wound does as well.
1: Mm. Yeah, I, I, I'm a big fan. Once I unpacked them a little bit and had a look, I'm a huge fan. Um, mm. What do you think about this this list? This list looks, I mean, if I had to say what this list looks like if I was to compare it to another Marine's army, this looks a lot like a Space Wolves list. You know, the 10 5, 5 in, Interceptors being your, your Wolf Guard, your Wolf, and your aggressive elements. The th- the, the four Knights being your Contemptors and your Redemptors. Like, this is a pretty just aggressive Marine list with a bunch of extra tricks, isn't it, Paul?
0: Yeah, especially with all the extra tricks i like that i think they can put a lot of pressure they can really line up where their smites go so they can almost if they can set it up to where they can bubble around things uh, mm-hmm. on on one side of the field do all the work all this work in the psyche phase and then charge the other way yeah uh, you're going to wring out a ton of efficiency out of these units and I, and I love to see that which is in my opinion way better than your
1: average space marine chapter i agree mm-hmm. they just to me that just seemed like a better Space Marine chart. I say the same thing about Sisters. The best Space Marine factions in the game right now is Grey Knights and Sisters, and neither of them are like, adeptus to start his Codex factions. <laughs> it just feels weird. Um, yeah. The next top player in attendance is Rickard Nilsson, uh, a, fr- a friend of mine He's come on some uh, other podcasts I'm on. He's ranked 6th in Scandinavia. He's running an ad mech list, and it's absolute savagery. Um, it's single Lucius Battalion, 80 Rangers, 40 Vanguard, 12 inter- Infiltrators, a unit of 7, a unit of 5, 2 um, min units of uh, three rangers and three disintegrators. It's really interesting. I'm seeing disintegrators more often. Do you, do you think there's something going on with the terrain that's made people just feel like they need to have them in well, the Well,
0: they're roving terrain, essentially, for, for them, mm. which I think gives them able, able to cord off sections of the board, which when you can line up that many rangers to to make it... You, you can buy yourself an extra round or two of firing
1: at full capacity, which is going to be just withering to most opponents. Mm. Well, so I'm of the opinion when I if I was to line up against this uh, army, if I'm playing against what Ricard's building, turn one, he has to get to shoot anything if I have any say in the matter. Because I just I, I'm just not gonna let my stuff just get picked up for sure.
0: Well, depend- yeah, it depends on the terrain in this yeah. area. I mean that's that's really it. It's like if they're playing on they'll be
1: they'll it's 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 heartland hotland wtc territory they'd be playing they'd be playing very very dense tables as much. well good
0: i mean that's 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 the thing that put, keeps these things on an even playing field so hopefully that's the case you got to yeah, come exactly. out sometime though you want to score some points <laughs> you got to right. come out in front of this uh, wall of lead
1: <laughs> yeah but another one where i feel like i'm just gonna see sisters hit a podium yeah well, I mean yeah. there's twelve of them there, so yeah. I mean, that's a good
2: bet. Right? You're you're just playing the numbers at this point. Yeah. I mean when
1: you are yeah,
0: thirty percent of the field, yeah.
2: <laughs> Chats, statistics say.
0: Statistics well, just say it'd be well. pretty good. But what we really need to know is how many space wolves were there.
1: Uh, one I believe, or is it two? Two, uh, two, two spacers players. They could so, go
0: all the way. Look at it. Wolf priest Carl. I'm, I'm hanging in there for you. Thank, by the way, thanks uh, for uh, tri- participating in the chat. wolf
1: Wolfpriest Carl's a legend. It's a perennial supporter. I appreciate. I appreciate you, my man. Um, <laughs> yeah, <this should laughs> let's jump on really... to the
0: to the next tournament.
1: So, what's yeah? Which one's up next, Paul? Uh,
0: what do we got? Oh,
1: the notes. Battle for Salvation. Battle for Yep. Oof. Battle for Salvation. So we have 87 players, a major from West Nyack, New York nyak or whatever um quick and dirty here imperial three, super seven, faction uh eight sisters two custodians four admec, two astromilitarum, three gray knights one imperial knight tw- totaling 20 players space marines Superfaction, three adeptus of studies only a single dark angels which is very interesting a single space wolves two blood angels two white scars one templars one raven guard totaling 11 which actually as, as a total for space marines that's unders what we usually see from an 87 player ish um, event um mm-hmm. Chaos Super Faction, one Chaos Soup, one Chaos Space Marines, two T Sons, three Death Guard, way unders on the rest of the, rest of the weekend, two Demons, one Renegade Knight, totaling 10 as well. Xenos, six Necrons, seven Orcs, one Tower, 14. Players, Hive Mind, two Hive Mind, one Tyrionids, zero GSC, if that's the second event in a row, totaling three, and Eldari Superfaction, zero mixed Eldari, five Drakari, two Harlequins, and one Craft World Eldar. What do you think, boys?
0: Did you highlight the zero GSC tournaments just as? To embarrass you know us in front of our our guest here,
1: you I'm not embarrassed. It. It's because I'm not. If I could, if I could, if I had the time to make sure there was no noise Marines, I'd put zero noise Marines in this list too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's talk effect. about that number of orcs
0: list. So this is, uh, you know, we, we don't we don't have their list or whatever. But I think some of them got to be gambling on what they think is the best orc build. I don't think all those folks. I mean, kill
2: rigs came out last Saturday. Are we going to see some kill rigs mm-hmm. in these lists? Well, dude, I would, I would not be surprised them. at all. Sorry, you got Dusty. No, no, I was just saying. I was gonna. I would love to see them. I love the model and I love their mm. rules. I would not be surprised at the very least. People gotta try them, right? You're never gonna know if they're good unless you put them on the table. Mm. So let let's see them. I want to see them. Like on paper, they look amazing, but theory hammer only gets you so far. Yeah, I think probably. they
0: are great. I I don't know if they supplant. You know how how many rucka truck squig buggies do they offset uh, mm. when you put them in the list? That's and, and the I, thing, right? And I don't I don't know that that's the, that that's where you wanna be, but I know that they're they're definitely worth putting in the, on the table and seeing what's up with them.
1: Mm-hmm exactly right and it's a bit of a shame that pj isn't uh, on this one because there's a lot of his boys the gentleman gaming in attendance at this at this event um jumping down the, the the faction podium for this one sisters number one again three events in a row this weekend sisters number one in attendance and representation crazy crazy out of nowhere they were, they were usually like third fourth fifth for the last like couple of months and now they're first 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 phenomenal people finally Box. have all those
0: dominion squads
2: painted
1: exactly all the, they got their sacrosence painted you know Got yeah. their the, the hobby leg is caught up with all the
2: the tournaments that lennon was winning mm. that's the thing so, <laughs> and all the hobby legs are caught up
1: boys guess what's second orcs orcs is the second most represented faction which is crazy to me right, i, no I can't believe it either yeah, yeah. So, so a lot of what it.
0: makes up a, a great orc list are things like commandos, you know, which people just got their hands on with gr- good models, but also had them in the past. Stormboids yeah. uh, are pretty good. Uh, you know, There's you can still be an aggressive list and especially again, you know, how they're doing terrain or whatever, you know, there has a big factor in, in what's good. And I think aggression is be, moving your models across the table, Doing out of phase sequence things are being are being seen as very strong now, and these these units can do it. And, and indirect yep. fire is also very strong.
1: Absolutely, quality. Um, and so, fire. in in third place for representation is Necrons, with Drakari coming up in fourth. So, yeah, interesting one. Uh, a- we will say we don't expect much from the death guard players from uh, this event because only three of them and what's the bet that they do the best at this event than all the others yeah. <laughs> 11 players like nine players three players and these three guys just go out and crush it they're like how many flesh <laughs> play yeah. because it's only three of them that's right um so but yeah some other interesting bits from here zero mixed Eldari. so as soon as i saw that i was like well that just means um, Nathan's finally pulled the plug and he's playing Monodrakari, which he is, we're going to talk about his list in a moment. But uh, some other interesting bits here. Um, for Admech, so still decent Admech. Grey Knight sitting ubiquitous with T-Suns at around 2 and 3 lists. Um but yeah one imperial knights and one renegade knights both which is actually overs that's even just only having two knights list it's still overs on the average um so i wonder if there's more to that than meets the eye but yeah seven orcs a single tower um gsc once again getting a donut (laughs) um and one (laughs) craft world of the total i told you on purpose i told you (laughs) I knew it. <laughs> No, I knew it's because it. it's because they're a main faction in the game. If you're a main faction, I'm going to say whether they're whether they're a you know they've got their own codex. If they have got your own codex, I'll tell you whether there's anybody there or there's none here. Because um, I think every faction deserves to be represented in some way in this in this graph. Um, and I'm an equalist. So, uh, but here's an interesting one: of the total um, GSC and Craftworld Eldar attendance across these three majors, we have one GSC and one Craftworld Elder across three majors. That's, well, so with the mixed you know,
0: Eldari and there, which are zero are zero represented here, uh the, the mixed Eldari probably covers a lot of what you would want out of a out of a regular Eldari. Yeah, uh, a craft world Eldar. I, I, it's it's so bizarre. It is bizarre though, because I think you would want to load up on some of those uh, mm-hmm. those things if 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 you're a player. But I mean, what did they switch to though? Like, what is what is the next best style of army? Are exactly. they Aldarchari? or they they've been pivoting towards Harlequins this last year?
1: Well, it's it's yeah. really interesting to me that um I think that the, the the bits of the bits of the Asirani the Craftwood Eldar faction that are good, they're good because they bring things that no other Eldari faction has. Yeah, none of them have the long-range shooting that that means a damn outside mass raiders or disintegrators and, and sorry uh, or um not disintegrators. What are the what are the guys that have disintegrators on them? The th- ravages, ravages, sorry, uh, ravages have fallen off wholesale because they're poor toughness and you know as soon as you poke out and you kill one unit of intercessors, you just get picked up. Um and so. The things like the night spinners and stuff like that the, the the dark reapers which i think the dark reapers are possibly the best thing there um just having blast on that cheaper body on an infantry model that you can fire and fade you can hide in like any nook yeah. and cranny with the with the tempest
0: thing. launcher type thing on the on there yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah of course um but yeah really interesting this weekend yeah we're seeing five tower players coming out yeah and then one gsc and one craft world order. that's a really interesting mix of ever shifting landscape at the bottom of what we would consider the competitive pile at the moment. But anyway, jumping over to those uh, top players in attendance, Sean Naden is in attendance. Uh, this is Sean Naden Heartland. I think he's won this a couple of times, or I think it, it was a big uh, Maybe so. This, this
0: tournament has actually been in existence for, for many years. It's yeah. a, uh, it's a legacy, you know, longstanding tournament. Uh, great to see it still going. And, and uh, KR Quinn in the chat said, this is uh, Sean's to lose.
1: I'm of that opinion too, just, mm-hmm. be, just because. Well, firstly, because it's Sean, um, but his list is really unique for what it is. He's fourth ranked in the USA uh, right now. He's playing Drakari, Strife, Poison Tongue, Flayed Skull is the configuration of his, of his patrol. He's got Lilith, Hesprax. He's got MSU witches, a mini quarter of the Archon, two Urgles, two sliths, two units of five trueborn with two blasters apiece, three units of incubi, and get this, boys, nine venoms. No raiders, nine venoms. Um,
0: they still do pretty good, pretty well, and they're, they're fast. They can. They got the invulnerable save. They got tons of shots. They got the poison stuff going for them. Uh, I expect that to do pretty
1: well. The only so the only t- only thing I think this falls over against is if he runs into a couple of the orc players. I feel like this doesn't do well into the buggies, but maybe I'm wrong.
2: You'd be surprised because he has enough MSU to hopefully tie things up. But like, you know it's really good at tying up buggies as Witches because the amount of CC, like the, the buggies have good CC, but against a four-up invul and a 50-point yeah. unit that you well, can't fall back from.
0: You have to kill this army twice. You've got to destroy the Venoms to get let, yeah. let get out what's inside, and then you got to kill what's inside. And mm-hmm. that is a tough ask for many of the things that we see yeah, out that's there. True. So that's, that's actually why I think it's going to do as well as it does.
2: And mass mm-hmm. minus one to hit doesn't doesn't help them either. Yeah, I mean, they got to kill stuff to hit.
1: getting it. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Um, uh, next up, next top player of tennis uh Mark Hotels coming out of the woodwork. Um, eighth ranked in the US right now. He has and he's playing Admech. Of course, he is. He is an admec heartthrob. Um, he's got a Mars Battalion veteran cohort, fifteen rangers in five five five, a big unit of seventeen vanguard. 10 infiltrators, two five mans, 20 rust stalkers. He's got a 10 man, two five mans, four las cannon chickens, two and two, 10 taraxi, two disintegrators. Once again, like I said, we're going to Yeah, a that's theme. that's interesting seeing him come out like this. Absolute resurgence. Um, and he's got a single transport. And I put an expletive at the end of this list because I think it's absolutely vile. I think this list is phenomenally powerful.
0: Yeah. That is good. It's a, it's a, it's going to be. It's it, I think that is probably the list to beat because of just the the versatility and, and then the tanks um, are are pretty good. I mean they they get all get a lot of those special rules. You can you can put stratagems on if you need to. You can affect them with things.
1: Now, if I had to make a guess, Sean Nader's list is here to beat Mark's list. If I had to guess, nine venoms, you know. Bunch of, bunch of, bunch of two damage rend one shots going into things like Sikharan bodies that are toughness three with two wounds. Mwah. Perfect. The perfect profile to waste them from this. Maybe
0: so, but the the, yeah. the ADMEC list can pop up in those lists and charge things with the Rustalkers. I mean, there's, I mean, the, with the, especially with the iron striders. I mean, they, yeah. I mean, granted you are going to get a save where you know, a lot of armies would not even get a save because they have the invulnerable save, but it only takes one Cognizant well yeah basically one one iron strider to kill
1: a venom exactly right exactly right which is why you've you've, you've got to be sean and you've got to play yeah. perfectly to make this and work disintegrators um, can kill which Venoms. Is, I mean, exactly exactly right which is why i love mark's got disintegrators in here and maybe this is yeah. why maybe this is, people are just seeing the foresight hey i've got all these rust stalkers people pivot into taking things that kill rust stalkers hey wait a second disintegrators kill the things that kill rust stalkers let's get yeah. that back in the list yeah maybe you know? so it's, and they're it's not a lot of world. points.
0: They're really not. They're they're pretty inefficient choice. Like everything in the Adeptus Mechanicus uh, book, but it's a it's a pretty good pretty good one.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, all right, last of the top players in attendance, Anthony Vanilla, who has stormed into the first year. He's having he's not having quite a Siegler year, but he's not that far off. First year in the competitive rankings, and he's ranked eleventh in the USA right now. Oh wow! Um, he's playing, playing Drakari. And literally, I don't even talk about this list. It's exactly what you think it's going to be when you imagine what a good Ricari list will be taken by a list that would be taken by a top player would be, Dark Techno, Strife, uh, Blackheart, blah blah blah. You know everything. Tune to Three Chronos, all the Incubi, all the killer characters, MSU, blah blah blah. blah. Um, don't even need to talk about it. But gents, that's the three the three top players in at attendance are taking three very different lists. I even think Sean Naden's list feels like more like a better Harlequin list then it feels like a, a dracari list to me that's, a, that's, a that's good,
0: yeah that's a that's a good uh, analysis there uh Steve. Mm-hmm. thanks a lot for that comment in the chat uh thanks for tuning in That and the comment means a lot that, that kind of support means it means a whole lot uh we're coming to the end of our show though so we need to jump to a segment we call fuego well Burrito.
1: well boys oh. you should are we going to pick a winner what are you going to think you th- do you so of the three top players in attendance let's just say which one finishes higher uh, i'm going with mark's list i, th- I think that's I that think has yeah,
0: uh, I think that has some some things in there that we have not seen recently has got some tech that, that I think that's going to stack up well against the other other field. I think that in the in the matchups to where that might be a, uh, you know, seen as a poor matchup, he's going to have the tools to dig himself out.
1: What do you think, Dustin?
2: I'm still gonna have to stick with Sean. Mark's list is ridiculously good, and I but I think I think you're right, it. I think he's building his list to beat Mark. That's what he's trying think, to do.
1: Yeah, that, that's that's my read of it. Um, but so I'm yeah I'm gonna say like Mark is gonna get 100 point wins until like the last or second last round. Is gonna lose by 10 points to Sean. That's how I'm saying it right now. Mm-hmm. And then you know what's gonna happen? Anthony's gonna get like 500s <laughs> and, and jump them both. So I'm gonna pick Anthony to, to oh, finish higher. There you I'm, go. I'm I'm I'm, I'm uh, just to be different because i actually think sean's, sean's gonna uh, that
2: happens way too often turns i go to and i just smash into scari all the time and we just knock each other out of the running it's it's terrible
0: yeah. uh thanks all for right. bringing us yeah that's good we need, we need to be, get better about calling the colony, colony shots to see how accurate we are the next week so yeah <laughs> so this segment we call the fuego Rapido is where we run down a series of topics uh we give ourselves two minutes per topic sometimes it doesn't take all that time but it definitely at the end of it we just stop what we're doing and move on to the next one we're going to bring up uh the fuego torpedo board in case you are following along and uh, so here we go, Flight Gorpedo. Uh, as soon as the clock clock starts, I will start. Uh, okay, best non Games Workshop fantasy and sci-fi universe. This is interesting. So non Games Workshop, uh, Age of Sigmar, or Warhammer Forty Thousand, or any of the other stuff universe. What's the What's the best one, Dustin? We'll start with you.
2: Sci-fi, Mass Effect. Yeah. That series, Ooh, oh, just just beautiful. The background in it, all the different races, the amount of work they put into that universe—it is stellar. I cannot, I cannot overemphasize how good that 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 entire legacy is. Sorry, right, I call it a legacy. Yeah, that's fine.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm going to say uh, Hyperion. I think it was by Dan Simmons. a book. Yeah, it's a series of books. Okay. Uh, it is. I mean, just from page one to page. 400 or you know 500 or whatever it is in each book you're just really you're just drawing in there and i i, I love those and uh, uh i want to see movies about them that's a, i mean look i it can easy to pick there's a hundred things you could pick for sci-fi uh that that are amazing mm-hmm. it was really tough but that's when whenever someone asks me what book should i read next I, I always say have you read hyperion and if the answer is no you should probably read hyperion
1: nice okay. Adam, um, well i'm just i'm going to go with the classic i'm going go to lord of the rings i'm gonna go yeah lord of the rings i'll go with the og somebody had to. No, none, none, of the, none of the. i think that's a cop media. out because games workshop has a license to produce lord well, of the rings games. Well, that's true that's oh, true Oh no oh try again wrong answer yep. adam yeah, i i i i i i'll go with the original original for adam the magical fireway away Did you guys read that as a kid no what? no Ah, oh, it's it's a it's a, it's a silly old uh, like ch- children's children's books like in the vein of Winnie the Pooh. There's a bunch of kids who live in like this little little you know backwards country you nowhere, know, and they got a magical forest, and they climb this tree, and it takes them different different worlds, like the worlds of of all of all lollies, or the worlds of always summer, or all this stuff. It's cool, it's cute, I like it. And what the the name of the characters is uh, Tom. oh save it for next week we gotta that's the end of
0: the end of the time most frustrating model you've ever built adam what's that for you
1: uh dreadnought drop pod okay yeah absolute freaking nightmare um maybe it was just maybe it was just the cast i got from forge world but nothing fit like it should and it's like a regular drop pot you have like the five prongs this one only has three prongs three and, if, yep. and you like i had it i had the hot water and the and the and the hair dryer i'm like be straight this time and you're like <clears throat> not quite be straight this time not quite and it was just yeah it did my head in dustin what you got
2: uh the incarn that thing Ooh. was an absolute nightmare trying to get all the flames the right way and then painting it oh my god uh, I, I actually s- I own two because I got one to practice on before I actually painted the real one.
0: That's funny. Some <laughs> of these bits they're so uh, precisely designed that you have to like turn them just the exact way, and they just slot in. Yeah. And it's like perfect, mm-hmm. and you never know they were ever two pieces again. Uh, but anyway, for me, it's the original Land Raider Crusader. We actually talk about this a little bit on the uh, on the Ftn show this week about how <laughs> the original Land Raider Crusader with the metal bolters. For the uh, the Hurricane Bolters was one of the most infuriating models to build ever because the plastic landrader, which is you know which is cool, but it came with metal sponsons for mm. the the bolters originally. Now it's plastic, but it was metal, and I'm telling you about I don't know how many times I glued my hands to this Land Raider, <laughs> thinking I had the bolter. Fine, only to pull my finger away to pull the bolter right
1: back off because it was more stuck to my finger
0: than the rest of the Land Raider.
1: I think I think you're onto something there. The the old melding of the pewter and plastic kits Superglue just wasn't Uh-oh. up to it. It just was yeah. not up to nope. it, was it? Nope.
0: Yeah. You, you, you. Yeah, this might have been before Accelerants. I see into that. <laughs> so here we go. Faction you
1: love but have never owned. Mm. Adam Camillary. Necrons. Straight up i think i think i've always liked their fluff i'm a bit in love with i've been reading a lot of old world lore i've been reading a lot of um tomb king's law which i'm I'm quite enamored with especially their whole beginnings with um um what's his face uh nephreton Nephr- uh sorry I'm forgetting all the names never mind uh negash xandrex necrons but yeah necrons because i love their law i love the old um the War in the Stars. I love all that original fluff. I've never owned a faction. I've got a couple of them on Spru, but I've never built them. Like, yep. So I don't think that counts. But yeah, that's them for me. I don't know. It counts. I mean, I, that's why I was I'm trying to run through things. like, Def, crap. I Def think Ferrari. I've at one point Def in time Ferrari bought... Was the one I was trying to think about. Apologies, mate. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think I've owned most stuff. I think if we're going like current factions or, or is Lumineth Realm Lords, I love the way those models look. I even got... I don't know if you can see... I got like the dice... The limited edition dice I bought of you know just Ooh. so I would have them if I ever wanted to play them, uh, but I haven't gotten the uh, the faction yet. And, but they just look like just gorgeous, and I, I like all the uh, the um, the uh, elven type stuff from Age of Sigmar.
2: Dice for sure that's that's the same for me too like i've owned pretty much everything that i love i love all the elf stuff i have drucaria i have harlequins i have Eldaria, i have wood elves dark elves i had the new lumineth i I love elves i have all that so the only one that i would say that i would i love but don't technically own i do have a couple models of it but is tau because i love i'm a huge fan of like gundam stuff i love the way that their battle suits look so the. Riptides that I have actually converted have Gundam pieces on them, so I don't have an army. I just have a couple Riptides that I've completely converted. so I wouldn't consider myself owning them, but I love how they. I just love the concept of like big Gundams. So I don't yeah, like I the didn't. fluff, but I love the Gundams.
0: <laughs> there you go. The one event that got away. You almost won, but didn't. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, this is this. That, th- I mean. There's a bunch of them uh, for for me. <laughs> well, because you play enough of them, you don't you don't yeah. win them all. You know, you come you you're knocking on the door once. There's I can count several team tournaments that you know just came in second after just a hard fought game. You know, eventually you will know, have, have those crowns as well. Probably the the, the one just the, just slipped under it. Um, several years ago in texas i can't remember if it was uh if it was bulls con or war games con at that point in time uh came came in second place after just a just a hard fought seven, eight rounds of games. And this wasn't like cut to this or cut to that or whatever. It was just, you're just playing eight, mm. seven, eight games and, and hoping for the best, you know, <laughs> and then coming in second place by a couple of points. Now I don't, I don't carry like, oh, I should have gotten there or whatever, but it just <laughs> sticks out to me as, is um, always very fun because there were a bunch of us all just trying to get across the finish line mm. and well-deserved to, to the winner.
2: But I do remember coming in second. <laughs> yeah. That it's easy for me. I know exactly what one I was. It was the last Berry Bash because I was going into the last round. I was the only undefeated player. The only one everybody else had one loss, so I had to play uh, somebody else one loss. And The person I played was Devin, who is another Team Canada member. So it's somebody that I play a lot. And he was playing the exact same list that I had just beaten the round before. And those two guys talk beforehand. He's telling them all the things you need to know like. It just uh, barely pulled it out of the end too. It was like, ah. So and then I lose that game and it dropped down to a third or fourth because that's Yeah, that's so worked. rough.
1: I hate <laughs> that. And I was the
2: only undefeated player. That's that's the one for me.
1: Uh ten seconds, Adam, what you got? Um uh, if oh, WTC twenty nineteen. We went down <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. How could it be anything yeah. else for me? If it was singles, right. it would be Cancon twenty seventeen. There we go. I mean, I was you know. If I if I had a one Oh, clock's
0: moving on the next one. We got to keep going. So is everything going to be okay if Games Workshop doesn't step in balance-wise? This is a tough one because this is almost like it's sometimes it's based in feeling and not fact. But I'll just say,
1: uh, we'll start with you, Adam. What do you think? Um... No, if, if Gdub doesn't do something, um, or if, if some external party doesn't do something eventually, and I'm saying if Gdub doesn't release any more chapter approves, if G-Dub does literally nothing, it just releases books. I think we, we still, this game, we've seen enough proof from 6th edition, 7th edition that with input, this game gets to a very, very, very healthy place. And it um, doesn't need a hell of a lot, but it does need some. And if it has none, I think an external party needs to come in and do something about it. As it sits right now, if Drakari and Admech do not get changes, um, everyone's going to get quite bored. Uh, Dustin, what do you think? See, for
2: me, I think I, I agree with what Adam's saying too, but I, I've i seen a couple editions with too much coming from GW that actually messed up something that was already doing well. I feel like if we just... Go with once all the codexes are released. We need some time to actually feel what Ninth Edition really looks like because Ninth Edition is not done. So we keep judging Ninth Edition right now, but it's not finished. We still need mm. codexes, so it's hard to say can, is is Ninth Edition balanced is the game balanced until it's finished. So I'm I'm looking at it as an unfinished project right now. That's that's how mm. I'm looking at it. Paul. No, you know, I, I think
0: it's one of those to where their perception sometimes that things go out of whack because there there is a certain a bit of new codex. I, I don't mm-hmm. know if there's a true codex creep. Is that it takes us time to adjust, and then we have the chapter approved type mechanism in place. And yeah. so I, I think that we're we're either you know not to the to the hump yet. I guess what it says doesn't step in. I think there's mechanisms that are that that don't require stepping in that are already in place but that's just that's just one man's opinion and and i and i do well we're out of time but i believe like yeah hey go deep into your tank with your codex uh <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and, and try to find solutions uh <laughs> right. for for that I t- time's up for uh,
2: yeah, t- <laughs> adam to cut him off there i, I couldn't believe he didn't model work. range
0: that needs updating the most
2: <laughs> ooh that's uh this is i'm looking behind oh. me that's right look at <laughs>
1: That's, mm, uh, that is tough we're in such it a, is, like, just a great this, state model wise um, uh we are we are we we are we aren't like the distance between the good and the bad models that are currently getting played on the tables at the moment uh is is is, is getting further away um, I'm, I'm
0: going to come out here and i uh, give an unconventional choice i'm going to say sylvaneth uh, because oh, as gorgeous cool. as the sylvaneth look the dryads came out like forty-seven years ago. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I, have, and, I have like sixty of them. Yeah, and the bulk of your yeah, I don't want to repaint sixty dryads, but I'm saying that the the range could use a little bit of a,
1: I think a a, a refurb to go with this epic style that Sigmar is in. If I need to aim need to name one single like line faction that needs a complete redoing, I'm gonna name Craftworld Elder that's what i was, the I was gonna line do the thing, like needs I, I was gonna say that even just aspect warriors need it well so guardians are trash dude guardians look horrible they're almost as old as i am right. I, in fact all of them are hey, the only they, thing that the only that's not <laughs> jane Zar and the banshees are fine and that's only because they got kids like two years the ago. guardians Everything are like else.
0: farmers they've just
1: given a shuriken catapult to and say get out there <laughs> yeah it's true they're just civilians but yeah. man but that that whole range needs like a complete redoing dude you, have you seen the size of the avatar of kane he's like this big these teeny tiny, I don't know. Like, like a single, know. Gra- he's like a right single <laughs> gravis marine.
0: <laughs> that uh, range is still gorgeous to me. Maybe it's because I've got a saw spot farm or whatever, but I, I think that yeah, yeah. Look, that's it. Uh, it. They're they're sleek. They do look good. I don't think we're going to reach it. consensus on this. That's one of the great no. things. that's all just, I'll just I, eye, I, eye the beholder.
1: I, I hate all Eldari, and I still I still rather see Craftworld go have a, have a lovely range. Mm. <laughs>
0: We got Vespids in the chat. Oh, uh, uh, Matthew Nurgle, good to see you. Thanks for the uh, bouncing in, uh, off folks in the, in the chat. That helps to keep it healthy and flowing. That is the end of our show. We've covered three majors this weekend, or coming up this weekend. Uh, if you've got anything you'd like us to cover, if you're going to a major you think might not be on our radar, make sure you hit us up in the comments. Make sure you hit us up on, on social media. Let us know what you want to hear also please don't forget to leave us some five-star reviews that is an absolute free and hassle free way that you can interact uh with the network and the show that also helps us get discovered by other people that helps the other shows that are on this network uh maybe get you know filter in the algorithms a little bit more and all those comments and stuff in youtube it, it means a whole lot and we really appreciate you checking us out live but we also appreciate
1: the fact that no we can't everyone can't be here during this hour and that you listen to us later loving all the support guys and thank you so much to all the champions in chat you guys are legends yeah, if you can make it, if you if you're not someone that normally listens to us live, we have an active community in chat across all the
0: platforms, and coming here and just mm-hmm. kind of interacting with them is cool to see happen. And and while we're calling out these factions, some of this uh, is fueled by the also folks uh, wanting to support those factions and uh, and players and uh, units in the chat, and it's fun. It keeps us makes it really for an entertaining show. Anyway, We're gonna wrap us up. I'm rambling on at this point. You know, which is kind of normal, I guess. <laughs> uh, my name is Paul Murphy. I'm joined by Adam Camilleri and Dustin Henshaw. Uh, we've been the Thursday show, and we will see y'all next week. Good night. Good night. Good
1: night.